0: church and of our campus in lexington kentucky it is our prayer that as you listen today you will be encouraged challenged and equipped to be all god has for you we invite you to join us for worship on sunday mornings at either 8 30 or 11 o'clock a.m at our todd's road campus near the hamburg area of lexington would you pray with me Gracious Lord, we celebrate that we are in this Easter season, declaring that they could not keep you in the grave. Savannah has sung the gospel message, Lord. May it uh, shape our hearts and shape our lives. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Today we're beginning a new series. It's a new birth through living hope. This uh, series was planned... Uh, months ago as part of our 12-year preaching calendar. It's part of this year with Jesus that we haven't talked about in a while since this whole pandemic thing started. Uh, but this this series was planned. Uh, when we first began to look at the calendar, we realized that this series was actually going to kind of lead us into general conference time. Well, that's been canceled. Uh, we, we found that this text is even more uh, resonant today, that uh, the editors of the lectionary and this 12-year calendar have uh, brought us to this moment to a text that speaks in ways that we couldn't have planned. Uh, in this year with Jesus, we began looking uh, through Advent and through Christmas, through Epiphany, at what it means uh, for Christ to be incarnate, for his light to come into the world. Uh, we had the question of what does it mean for us to experience a divine begottenness? And so in this year with Jesus, We're, of course, going to move out of the Gospels and go to 1 Peter. Uh, If you're like me, if you're not careful flipping through your Bible, you'll go past James and you'll end up in Revelation. You'll be wondering about the 666 and the mark of the beast. You'll wonder what seal is being opened. 1 Peter is just a little page flip right in the middle. But the impact of this small little book is profound. The words that Peter... Gives to this church Uh, endure today. And they are surely words for a year with Jesus, for at every moment uh, he stands in the shadow of the cross and points us to the light of the empty tomb. And so we dive right on in this week uh, to Peter's letter, this letter written to a second generation church, people who themselves had not actually met the incarnate Jesus, but who had heard and received the word of the apostles a Gentile audience probably somewhere scattered in uh, Asia Minor, kind of outside of Rome, but very Romanly influenced, uh, whose lives had not been shaped by Israel's story. Uh, But yet we find Peter telling them how they stand in Israel's story. At turn after turn, he's giving them glimpses of what it means to be the people who stand in Abraham's promises, to be the people who have received uh, the very gift from Christ. Um, during this uh, Zoom pandemic season, we've begun doing the Epic of Eden on Wednesday mornings. A group of us are gathering to watch Sandy Richter talk about how we understand the Old Testament. Uh, and each week she kind of unlays part of the Old Testament and then says, and see how this impacts the New Testament. It's been a profound way of seeing uh, how the gospel story is Israel's story. Uh, the first week she lectured, she talked about three things that we should understand uh, to understand the patriarchs. That their society was patriarchal, patrilineal, and patrilocal. Uh, We organize ourselves around our cities and our states and our uh, nations. We are led by government officials, uh, and we are pretty autonomous. The uh, patriarchs organize themselves around the house of their father, the bait of The uh, very source of any stability, of any wealth, of any hope, was the eldest male of the family. Uh, This was the person through whom any security you had came. This was also the person uh, through whom your life was oriented in terms of your location. You didn't uh, go uh, move off to have fun when you graduated from rabbi school. You were in your father's home. This wasn't a set of apartments down the road. This was a gathering of 20, 30, 40 people in a compound together. You were oriented around your father's house. And anything you had came because of your father. Your inheritance, your gifts, your provision, your food, it all came because of this oldest male. Sandy talks about how we see this in Christ as he tells the story of, of uh, of him going to die. Don't be afraid, for where I'm going, there are many rooms. I'm going to prepare a place for you in my father's house. He uh, in a, a different culture draws on this oldest of stories, invites us into a new family. A family whose father has a different house in whom we are welcome and whom all provision is given. John 3 talks about us being born again, born anew, born from above, begotten from a new father. And Peter says that we've been born again into a living hope. Even Peter in the second generation of the church is inviting the people back into Israel storing to understand that even in a totally different society where a Roman emperor is the uh, Uh, The seat of all things. That in this economy, God the Father is the center of everything. And we're born into that through the resurrection of Christ from the dead. He's telling this group of Gentiles who don't even know Israel's story that they stand in line with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That they stand after the words of the prophets and that they stand as people who've encountered the resurrected Christ because of that, they have an inheritance. Their father has something prepared for them. The inheritance they talk about is salvation, a salvation that's imperishable, a salvation that will endure, that will last in later days. And all you have to do to receive that salvation is to remain faithful. Later on, Peter's going to talk about what it means to 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 look like Christians, but it's all rooted in this first uh, this first exhortation. Be faithful. Be faithful because Christ was faithful. Trust in your Father because you've seen what the Son did. That's easy to say on a good day, right? It's easy to. To say we can trust God when all things are going well. Uh, This church that Peter's writing to is a church uh, suffering persecution at the hand of Rome. Uh, Most of the Christians have been cast out of Rome. They're scattered throughout the region. Uh, Many are being killed for their faith. There's uh, the great martyrs of the tradition are standing in this time. It's easy to stand firm when things are good. It's hard to stand firm when you're brought to the Colosseum to be killed. It's hard to stand firm when you're being mocked on the streets for being one of those people. So Peter doesn't ask them to do this and do that and do this and do that. He simply asks them to remain faithful. That uh, even as things in the world burn around them, that they can glorify God with their faithfulness. And he says they can do that Because they know of the resurrected Christ. This group who hasn't even seen Christ in person, who didn't see him before the ascension, knows of his resurrection power. And he points that they have what Israel had wanted their whole time. That the prophets had pointed and looked and knew something was coming and declared they would come, but they didn't quite know. But this church knew Peter talks about the angels announced that something was happening, but even they didn't know, and this church knows. This church knows in the midst of all kinds of chaos that Christ rose from the dead, that the tomb is empty, and that Christ is preparing a place for them. This week, uh, we were doing morning prayers, and one of the uh, prayers, uh, or the psalms for that morning was Psalm 136. It's, It's stuck with me most of the week. Give thanks to the Lord, because he is good. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the God of all gods. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the Lord of all lords. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one, the only one who makes great wonders. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one who made the skies with skill. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one who shaped the earth on the water. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one who made the great lights. God's faithful love lasts forever. The sun to rule the day. God's faithful love lasts forever. The moon and the stars to rule the night, God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one who struck down the Egyptians' oldest offspring, God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one who brought Israel out of there, God's faithful love lasts forever. With a strong hand and outstretched arm, God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one who split the Reed Sea in two. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one who brought Israel through. God's faithful love lasts forever. And tossed Pharaoh and his army into the Reed Sea. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one who led his people through the desert. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the one who struck down great kings. God's faithful love lasts forever. And killed powerful kings, God's faithful love lasts forever. Sihon, the Amorite king, God's faithful love lasts forever. Og, king of Bashan, God's faithful love lasts forever. Handing their land over as an inheritance, God's faithful love lasts forever. An inheritance to Israel, his servant, God's faithful love lasts forever. God remembered us when we were humiliated. God's faithful love lasts forever. God rescued us from our enemies. God's faithful love lasts forever. God is the one who provides food for all living things. God's faithful love lasts forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. God's faithful love lasts forever. Israel regularly looked back at the work of God and declared that he was faithful, that his faithful love lasts forever. In moments where they feared, where they didn't know what was going to happen next, they would look back on God's story and see that he had been faithful at all times, that his faithful love lasts forever. Peter invites this second-generation church to look back and see that God's faithful love lasts forever. That not only do they stand in Israel's line, they stand after Christ, who himself finished Israel's story, the one through whom all hope exists. To look at him and say that God's faithful love lasts forever. We're not suffering persecution right now because of who we are. We're not uh, ridiculed on the streets for claiming to be Christians. We're not uh, facing certain death for our faith. But I'm hearing story after story of many who are struggling. who are finding it hard to see the nearness of God in the midst of all this. God didn't cause Rome to persecute the Christians, and God didn't cause this mess now. But God was faithful to the people then, and God is faithful now. God brought goodness out of the situation for the church then, and God will bring goodness now. My prayer is that we as a people can look back at God's works, even when it's hard and declare that God's faithful love lasts forever. My desire is that we'd be a people who sing new songs, In the midst of COVID, God's faithful love lasts forever. When we lose people who should not have died, God's faithful love lasts forever. When we're separated from those who we love dearly, God's faithful love lasts forever. When we're isolated and alone and scared, God's faithful love endures forever. May this be our source of hope through which we maintain our faithfulness. May we draw upon God's power and God's story to be a people who declare that God is faithful. And in turn, may we be faithful. May we be a people who have seen the resurrected power and who respond with faithful thanksgiving. May we be a people who know that the Spirit has moved and respond with thanksgiving. Maybe we be a people who daily pray, Lord, help me even in my unbelief that I might be found faithful. In the coming weeks, we're going to see more about what it means to be faithful and how our lives will look, but uh, Peter assumes that nothing can happen until we hand over ourselves as an offering to Christ. Ones who will be faithful and found faithful. Ones who... Trust in the living hope that is the resurrected Christ. And that's my prayer for you today and it's my prayer for me. May we take each day with thanksgiving that God's faithful love lasts forever. And as we stand firm on those promises, may we be found faithful. Would you pray with me? God, and we see throughout your story that your faithful love does last forever. You who uh, brought creation into existence, who uh, created humanity in your image. You who uh, stayed faithful to us even when we rebelled and sinned. You who delivered Israel from Egypt, who wandered with them in the wilderness, who brought them into the promised land, and who even went with them to Babylon. You who were faithful enough to take on flesh, to live, to teach, and to suffer humiliating death on the cross. Who through your spirit were raised from the dead, you are faithful. You who poured out your spirit on people that we might be your very hands and feet, the very body of Christ. You have always been faithful. On days when it is hard to remember that, Lord, remind us. May your spirit testify with our spirit that you are faithful. And that all we have to do is remain faithful. Lord, when we worry about things and actions, behaviors, and uh, the chaos of life, calm our spirits Remind us that we are your beloved children who stand after Israel's story, who stand as the people who have encountered the resurrected Christ and been filled by the Spirit. Lord, your faithful love lasts forever and for that we give thanks for it is our living hope. It is what we have. It's what we can trust in. We pray the praise of people who have seen you move and know that you will continue to move, that you will remain faithful and that your steadfast love will endure forever. We pray this in the name of the resurrected Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and by the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen and amen.